Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Nat Talks. I'm Nat, of course. I hope we're all good. And if this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, I hope that it's something that gives you some form of joy or knowledge or just improves how you're feeling about things because this is a very special podcast episode and it is basically centered around the whole year. It is my yearly review that I think a lot of people will be able to relate to and that's why I thought it's so important to share this. And like I said, I promise I'm not going to be serious, but we need to start off in a special way to mark the beginning of this podcast journey. And so here we are. Ooh, I don't even know how to describe the year that I've had. So I think let me just start from the beginning. And I think as I'm talking, you may be able to relate to something or maybe you have your own similar experience with what I'm saying. Because this year has not been an easy one for me. And I'm woman enough to admit that. Like I said in my earlier podcast, I want to be able to be honest and share what I'm really feeling and what's really going on because a lot of the times there's pressure to be perfect, especially as you get older. Adulthood is not easy, guys. It's really not easy in any type of way, shape or form. And that is something that I learned for myself this year. In 2021, I lost the love of my life and losing him just really reshaped me as a human being. And I'll explain why it's important for you to know this beforehand but he was my best friend we did everything together we talked every single day i saw him so much so often he and i were actually planning to get married the next year you know and so this year you're supposed to be meeting my parents and getting all of the traditional stuff out of the way but unfortunately that's not how things went and i had my whole life planned with him and he was everything to me when i say everything i mean everything he was everything to me And he was really just such an amazing guy. And it really broke me when I lost him. Because I had just come off of a year of having lost my uncle. And then can you imagine now, in the same month, I now had lost my boyfriend. And my uncle is somebody who was like a surrogate father to me. I have four uncles that are really special to me. All of them in their own way are really special. And I have special relationships with them. And those are basically the fathers that I grew up with. You know, because my dad and I, you know, we we weren't always in each other's lives. It's an easy way to say it for now. Um, so, yes, so losing the love of my life really just changed how I saw everything. And it was very hard for me to kind of continue with life. I got into a depression of some sort, you know, and I don't mean that in a sarcastic way. It's just that I don't even know how to describe what was going on. But at some point, I did want to join him. I will not pretend that I didn't. I did want to join him and I kept asking, why couldn't it have been me and he is here? Why am I the one that has to deal with this pain of losing him, you know? And I just couldn't understand how it could happen because it was just something. It was basically because of misdiagnosis that he passed. So really, it wasn't his time to go. But because of malpractice and mismanagement, he ended up dead you know and it's very hard to say that word for me it's still very hard for me to talk about it but like I said there's a reason and so I reached a stage people were really worried about me you know people used to they used to have conference calls about how I'm doing have I eaten because I really did just fall into a dark hole and sometimes I would come out the only thing that really kept me going is my daughter Elaine she's the one that kept me going because I kept thinking for her, I need to be able to get up and do the things that she expects me to do, no matter how I'm feeling, you know. So I didn't really have time 
to grieve and kind of understand how things had gone. There was no time for that. So we fast forward until I started to feel a little bit better. And end of 2021, I started applying for internships anywhere and everywhere because I just wanted to be away from here because every place I looked, I had memories with him and it was so painful for me. I couldn't go certain places without crying because I could. I remembered something that we had done or talked about doing. It was just triggering for me. And so I got an internship in Cape Town. And I did that internship from January to September. And it was one of the hardest things that I've done because I was away from Elaine for the first time ever in our entire lives. It was the longest we'd been apart. But of course, I did come and do my holiday. I did have to come and go back because, you know, it's very hard to get a visa in SA. So I had to leave and then go back, leave, re-enter. And that is how I was able to see her. So I didn't not see her for the whole six months, no. And it was not easy at all. But I also was very proud of myself because it was a new challenge. I was in a new place. I had to learn how to manage my monies because I need to make sure I have enough for transport. I need to make sure I have enough for food. You know, enough for also entertainment. And that was my first time at 25 being somewhere different. That was my first time being somewhere different where I'm living alone, you know, and it's just, it's such an interesting experience. And it's, yes, it's this late. And that's another thing, you know, everybody's clock is different. My graduation was also in 2022, in April. And that was its own special thing because I had to fight my last year to get there because I had one course that kept pulling me back and pulling me back. So of course when my graduation came, I had to go for graduation because I had earned that. And when I wrote that hard exam is when I just come off of losing my partner. I wrote that exam in December in the midst of all this grief and depression. And the only thing that kept me going, even applying for the internship, is because I kept asking myself, what would he want me to do? And he would want me to keep pushing for him and to keep trying my best to just strive to reach the goals that we wanted for each other, you know. So I had no choice in the matter. At the end of the day, I think he was watching over me and probably whispering in my ear because up to now I'm still mystified at how I managed. And so is everybody else. Everyone always tells me, how did you actually do it? Because you were in the middle of like uh, the worst thing that had happened to you and you still managed to pass the exam and graduate. You applied for an internship. You went to Cape Town, you know. Um, so, have I achieved, so I'm just trying to tell you where I'm at. So this is where I'm at. Before I even get to the achievements, that's where I'm at. I did the Cape Town, the Cape Town internship. You know, I learned some things. I learned how to live on my own, how to be my own company. You know, of course I did have moments where I cried because in, while I was in Cape Town, that's when it clocked a year since my boyfriend's passing. So that was painful, very, very painful, you know, and I had a lot of those moments where I was just really down because I felt so alone and just like no one really understood me the way I felt. I was understood by him and just so upset because I was so scared that, you know, what's the new path for me now? Because things have changed. That whole life that I envisioned for myself is basically gone and I'm rebuilding not only my life, but myself from scratch. You know, and that's a scary thing. And I think a lot of us can relate to that because I'm sure we all have experiences that really just reshape who you are as a person and reshape your understanding of life. And you may just be wondering, why is it me that this is happening to? Or why is my life going this way? You know, it's just the hardest thing ever. 
It really is the hardest thing ever. And I know that some of us dealt with loss this year. I also dealt with another loss this year. That is something that deeply hurts me, and I will get to that. You know, it's just very, very painful when you have moments where just questioning why. So if you had a question of why this year, I just want to say a big hug to you. Big, big hug to you because it's not easy to keep going in the midst of the why, why, why. Why is this happening to me? Why must it be like this? You know, it's very hard to deal with that. And so I got back from my internship and for the past three months, I've been trying to get a job, any type of job. It reached a stage where even though I have a degree in politics and international relations, I was ready and willing to do any type of job, even to work in a casino, because there's just that fear. I'm a single mother. So there's that fear of how will I provide for my child? Because I can't keep relying on others to help me. You know, I need to get that foot in the world and get that foot in the game so I can be back on life tra- life's track where you have a job, you move out, you get a car, you know, and then you're in your own home and you're taking care of your child fully. You know, that's my dream for myself. I want her to be able to look at her mommy and say, wow, my mommy's a superstar, look at all she does. She's independent, she's on her own. You know, and that's what I wanted. But when I got back, it was not easy, let me tell you. And it still isn't because I still haven't found a job. I'm doing another internship, hoping that would get me the job. You know, so I haven't achieved that goal that I set for myself of at least finding a job. And it reached a stage where I was actually getting depressed about it. Because I just felt like, you know, it's hard when you see your friends are doing good. Yes, you wish them all the best. But it's hard because you also want to be on that level. You may also want to wake up and say, oh, let me go out here because you see your friends are out, but you can't be out because you don't have any money, you don't have any transportation to get there. You know, there's so many things going on. And for me, now it became a thing of I'm now doing 101 jobs because I'm just trying to make some money for myself and for my child, you know. And so it just became a very pressure-filled thing because it really just felt like my existence is dependent on me getting out of the house and having my own place and my own job. That's what it felt like. And it's pressure. Being a single mother is pressure because you just always feel like you should be doing the best for your child. And it's hard when you feel like you've let yourself down. And I felt like I let her down. You know, I did this whole internship. And it was supposed to open doors for me, but the doors have remained closed. You know, so it hasn't been easy. And at some point, I had to tell myself, Natalie, that's enough now. Stop applying. Because I was applying maybe to five different vacancies per day. You know, and it wasn't healthy for me because then you're constantly checking your email. Have I received something now? Have I received something now? And everybody, you just always, there's just always pressure as a young adult because you just think that you should be doing better than you are. And it feels somewhat shameful if you're not in your own home and doing all these things at the internet and people tell you it's supposed to be doing when you're in your late 20s. You know, and it's painful for me because I haven't reached my goal. But at the same time, it's so important to learn that not everything is in your control and sometimes you have to change the plan. Because if the plan is not working, you know, you can't keep on trying to force it. Sometimes you just need to take a step back from whatever the problem is and really just think on, okay, what is the new plan of attack? And I know a lot of us went through that this year because this year cannot, there's no way this year was only crazy for me. I know it was crazy for a lot of us. So if you're somebody who had to change the plan if you're somebody who's struggling with how things are currently and wishing you were in a better position 
or for that dream job, that dream car, that dream partner. I just want to say that it's perfectly natural to feel that way. Okay, and I understand you because it really isn't easy to not meet the standards that you set for yourself and to meet the goals that you set for yourself. But you need to also understand that the life clock, it doesn't work the same way for everyone. Look at me. I'm 26. I got my degree when I was 25. Okay, I don't have a job yet. I'm 26. I'm still living with my mom. I'm 26. I haven't got a house. You know, so I'm going to into the new with a lot of uncertainty. And you're, if you're someone who's going into the new with a lot of uncertainty, I just want to tell you that it's perfectly normal to feel upset if things haven't gone your way this year. It's normal to feel sad if things haven't gone your way to this year. It's normal to feel pressurized if things haven't gone your way this year or disappointed. You know, you're allowed to feel however you want about this journey that you're on because it hasn't been easy and it's not easy to kind of disappoint yourself. It's not easy to be under this pressure of what your life is supposed to look like from those around you or to just see your friends are on their path and they figured it out and you haven't figured it out. So I'm here as someone who hasn't figured it out, telling you that it's okay. It's okay to not know what's next. It's okay to feel uncertain. It's okay to feel upset because I felt very upset when Things just weren't going to plan. You know, I would try and do small things. They also wouldn't work out. So I felt a lot of frustration this year and a lot of disappointment in myself because I set such a high goal for myself. And sometimes, you know, we set these goals for ourselves on this life clock and we're all different and our journeys are different. It's annoying to hear, but we are all different. But it doesn't change how you feel. It doesn't change the frustration, the anger, the pain, the worry, you know, the stress that you may feel. It really doesn't change that and you're allowed to feel how you want to feel. Because a lot of the time, people just expect you to be just brave through it, smile through it. It's okay, I'll get the next. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, you know. And so here I am. I don't have anything figured out. Am I scared for 2023? Yes, I am. Am I scared? I want to admit my fears because a lot of the times we don't admit our fears. And we let our fears control the, uh, control us. So I'm naming and shaming my fears. I'm scared. That I will not find a job next year. I'm scared that I'm not going to gain my independence next year. I'm scared that I'm not going to amount to the great things that I have in mind for myself. I am scared of what my future looks like. Will I ever find love again? I don't know. Will I find a partner again? I don't know. You know, I have not. I don't know anything for certain. I don't know anything for certain. All I know is that I don't want to be so hard on myself. And I want to encourage everybody, don't be too hard on yourself. Because sometimes things are really just out of your control and there's nothing that you can do about it. Absolutely nothing. And it's hard to let go and it's hard to just trust in things, especially when you feel like you've been working yourself to the bone and trying to figure out whatever problem you have and it's just not working. I feel all of that and I understand you. But I think it's also important to name the fact that we're scared. And it's okay if you go into 2023 and don't have everything figured out. It's okay if you go in 2023 scared of what your life is going to look like. Are you going to achieve the goals that you set for yourself? Feeling scared, feeling worried, feeling anxious, feeling disappointed because the year hasn't gone the way you thought it would. These are all things that make us human. And it's okay to be human. It's okay to be scared, to be worried, you know, to have questions, to just feel however you want to feel. Allow yourself that pleasure. 
because a lot of the time as adults you just try and brave it out and smile through everything and you don't have to so i recently got an internship and i got that internship because i had somebody who also helped me push outside of the interview that i had because my interview is terrible but somehow i had qualities that helped redeem me thank goodness you know and it's just something that i'm looking forward to so it's also important to have at least one thing that you're looking forward to for 2023 so for me the one thing that i'm looking forward to is working on my businesses but actually i have two working on my businesses and starting the internship but again i'm also fearful will i have a good internship experience will it be something that will help me get a job so you know the fear is never ending and the worry and the state of anxiety you feel you know but all we have to do is also try and focus on the positives so i hope as you're listening to this you have one thing that you can say made you smile in 2023 and you have one thing that you're hoping will make you smile 2023 look i'm waiting 2023 i hope you have one thing that will make you, that made you smile in 2022 and one win that you had whether small or big every win counts every step that you took counts because it's taking you somewhere so i hope you have one and i hope you have one hope for 2023 not a goal that you've set for yourself but just a hope a hope because a hope and a goal are different a hope whether it happens or it doesn't happen you know you still have that that desire for it you want that so i hope you have one thing that you're hoping for and if you want to set yourself goals there's nothing wrong with that i personally have chosen not to set goals for myself this year the only thing that i'm hoping for is more happiness that's all i'm hoping for more happiness and more money i'm not setting any goals of lose this amount of weight save this amount of money because it puts so much pressure on us as well and i've realized that it puts pressure on me and when i don't do those things it just makes me feel worse about myself and i don't want that but if you're someone who's setting goals for yourself that's great but again just make sure that there's something that's reasonable and reliable that you can look back and say oh i've done these and don't just set big big goals small goals too so that when you look at it on the 31st of 2023 you have some things that you can take off and say i've done not where everything is big, like win a million dollars on the lottery, or buy a Jaguar, you know, and you have all these things that you don't, you may not accomplish, you know. So have small goals and big goals as well. And my year is not off to a good ending because I lost my uncle and my uncle was really, you know, he was my heaven and I don't even know how to describe who he was to me, but I've known him for 26 years of my life. From the day I was born, he's always been there for me been there for his family, been there for his friends. Anytime I needed something, he was the one to go. Anytime I had a success, he was the first one I wanted to tell. And it's been really hard accepting his passing. And he passed just before Christmas, so it's been really hard. So if you're somebody who faced a loss this year, especially around Christmas time, or you're missing someone around Christmas time and the festivities, you know, in this festive season, I really do send you a hug because it's not easy. My uncle is really my world, you know. Everybody called us best friends. He was everything to me. He was my father. He was my best friend. He was a cousin. You know, he was a brother. That's how much of a close bond we had. Even during his passing, everybody just kept looking at me like, what are you going to do? You know, because that's how much of an impact he and the presence that he had in my life and my child's life. And it's been so hard dealing with that, you know, and I'm trying to be strong 
But if you're someone who's had a fresh loss, you don't have to be strong. I've had so much loss in my life that, to be honest, I'm struggling to keep the faith because it just always seems like I'm always losing those that I love the most, you know, and it's really hard. So if you're dealing with grief and loss, I just want you to know I feel you, I understand you, I'm here for you, and I hope that there's something that you can smile about as the days come because that's the only thing I'm holding on to, the fact that my uncle wouldn't want me crying and sad, you know, he'd want me to be smiling and trying my best to keep living for him. So yes, I hope that this honesty about how my year has been and what I've been going through is something that encourages you, you know, as we go into 2023. May it be a year of more positivity than negativity. May it be a year of more blessings than pain. May it be a year where we smile more because I think a lot of us were going through a lot this year. And I know if you're like me, you just want to get the heck out of 2022 because it's just, wow, what a way to end, you know. It's just, I don't even have the words still. I don't even have tears anymore because I'm just, I've reached a stage where I'm just numb. So I really hope that 2023 is a year of blessing and more happiness and less pain for all of us because we deserve that. I hope it's a year of more assurity, assurity, assurity. I hope it's a year of more security, be it emotional, financial, mental, you know, may this be a year that has something good to offer us. Happy New Year's Eve. Or if you're watching this summer, if you're happy New Year's Eve. And if you're somewhere alone listening to this, I'm sending you hugs. If you're somewhere out in the world experiencing a happy New Year's Eve, then I really salute you. And please do enjoy it and just live. You know, that is what we must all just keep in mind. No matter how hard it gets, we are here. And we matter, and we exist, and it will get better. Even if it doesn't feel like it right now, it will. Yes. So, only positive vibes for 2023. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for everybody out there. This is Nad, and I hope you enjoyed this talk. I went on a bit, but I really just wanted to make sure that you understand my story. Not that it's everybody's experience. The experience may have been different. Maybe you had a really great 2022, and that's great. You know, but it's not everybody. And this this, this episode is supposed to cater to not just one person, but every type of person. So for me, there are positives and negatives, but mostly negatives. But I still found ways to smile. So despite, no matter what you're going through, it's so important to find the little things that make you happy amidst the chaos. That's the only way we survive.